Hi, nudies. This is Vaughn and... Wait. This is Tavon, and I'm your host. Today we're excited. Sorry, guys. We're super excited. And with me today is... Lil Hoyita. What's up? Oh, yeah, I forgot she goes by Lil Hoyita now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, this is Nude and Rude. Thank you for tuning in. Um, this is a podcast where we talk about... Why is no one ready? Ready for what? Ready to get this storty. Get this porty storty. Trump's not ready to concede defeat. Uh, he not ready. Well, before we get to our newsworthy. <laughs> That's not even newsworthy. That's just <laughs> the beginning. <laughs> I hope you've all had a great day. We're going to go ahead and get started with today's episode. Um, so, as usual, we're going to go ahead and start with our How You Doing segment. And then we're going to jump into our deeper topic later of how you can reach out and be there during these holiday periods, especially with us being queer people, you know, our identification of family is different. So we look forward to having a really good episode today and let's tune in and have some fun. Yeah. Hi, bitch. How are you? What's up? How we been, girl? How we been? I just asked you. You go first. You have to spill it first. <laughs> I got to spill the beans first. Yep. Another black beans. I've been good. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, I was a little stressed out for like a whole fucking week, maybe or some shit like that. It was due to your financial stuff, right? I forgot. Well, that y'all, y'all have no <laughs> idea how I should get bestie of the year award because I I was cheerleader of the fucking year. I held it down on these anxiety and panic attacks. I'm Queen Capricorn. But go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I was... Well, long story short, I kind of... My luck was not on my side this time, and so my car got towed. (laughs) And I had a friend who let me borrow whatever, the money, because I didn't have it. I paid her back, whatever. Because, you know, money and friends don't ever mix. So... Yeah, so um, that's settled, but you know, other shit popped up, blah, 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 and then I'm just going to put it on blast. This is this is your space, boo. You let it out. This whole... All I, I'll, okay, all I say is, like, know your, if you're renting a space, know your rights. Know your rights because, mm-hmm. you know, landlords feel like they can threaten you and all of a sudden just leave you with no place to go. Now, we're not saying that we don't have a place or anything like that, but, you know, they, there's a reason why we pay rent is, is to be accommodated by the amenities that we get, right? So, I agree, yeah. we've been having issues with this dishwasher and, like, I get very, like, stressed <laughs> out. Uh, <laughs> it's a, no, seriously, you like, know, like, express it, it's okay. And, we're, you know, I, I'm not here to point fingers or put blame on anybody because, you know, that should happen. Yeah, I don't wash my dishes every day, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm a very, like... I'm just a very clean freak person when it comes to, like, I guess not my personal space. Okay. But I also try to keep my personal space clean. Otherwise, like, my mind is just, like, not focused. I'm just focusing on the mess that's everywhere. Um, but it's teaching me a lot about still having to communicate, you know, shit. Because... I can blow up <laughs> in, a, in like an instant, which is not okay, but it's just like, it, I think I find it difficult. Like I'm trying to find, I'm figuring out what's the best way to approach things as opposed to like telling someone what to do, you know, like, and you know, it's more along the lines of like, okay, you know, I'll do it this time, but let's just really keep it uh, like at a, you know, minimal and like not, we're not messy people, you know? Mm-hmm. Shit happens. Um, you had a lot on your mind. Wow. Yes. And then Damn. what's funny, like, what's funny, girl, is that every time I'm going through something and it passes, then, like, all of my other friends, like, start getting, like, depressed or stressed. And I'm like, I think it's good, obviously, because I'm in a good mental state to be, like, there for them. Mm-hmm. But then it's just like, oh, my God, I just went through this. I need a break. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no break. You have to... It's so weird, but there is no break. I guess on my side of the the table, um, you know, I'm still out there on my dating escapade. I should make a show about this because it's (laughs) it's starting to get interesting, guys. I've dipped my toes into the poly community. So apparently it's a community, first of all. Yeah. Didn't know that. You didn't? No. 
Not okay. at all. Didn't There's know. a lot of things out there, girl. I realized that when I was speaking with the person yesterday. So I recently connected with someone that I guess I didn't. I understood. I understood they had a partner. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Under, but you know, I thought it was like, oh, is it like an open thing? Because you know me, I'm a little bit open minded, so I just try a couple different things out here and there. So here I am now. I'm dating, not date. I guess it's considered dating. You know, we're getting to know each other and everything. Okay. But I'm also learning the rules, and I think it's cool. But I'm like, I I guess being that poly is like a lifestyle choice, so it's like you don't just do it and then like jump out later. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like they say like usually like if you're I'm not sure, but from what I've been told so far, it's like you and the poly, you stay poly. You don't usually go poly and then go back to monogamous. Oh. Yeah. So do you feel that you're poly? I have no idea, and that is why I'm taking it slow with okay. this person that I met because I'm like I said I'm I'm able to ask questions and his right. partner, I've met him as well, them. Um and Basically, we've talked about a couple of things, and it's interesting. It's good to know. Um, other than that, everything else has been okay. You know, I felt like this week really was, like you kind of said with your friends, like how you go through it first and your friends go yeah. through it. Not that I say I like was really going through much, but I feel like I was able to help you through mm-hmm. what you were going through because I was just like... How do you tell somebody <laughs> to calm... Like, I, I really felt like you were Andy and I was Emily, and I'm like... I rarely say this to anyone that's not me, but you have got to calm down. <laughs> Is that in the movie? Yes. Oh, I, huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, and then, like, I find it weird when you console me because you're not a very, like, emotional <laughs> reciprocator. So that's why, like, I keep to myself most of the time. Not all the time. Because I feel like you don't know how to <laughs> handle it. Okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if that comes from because, like... I mean, we both come from, like, you know, growing up with, like, like high emotional, like, shit. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think now it's different because it's just, like... Back then, I guess we couldn't really deal with it. Yeah. And, like, now it's stuff? just, like, okay, let me try. <laughs> yeah. It was just, like, we were discussing, like, learning how to communicate effectively. Like I said, I had a roommate back in my college days where, I, you know... He wanted things done a certain way. Yeah. I wanted things done a certain way. And it eventually ended up kind of causing a rift in the friendship because he was just like, I'm not going to say I'm lazy. I'm not dirty. I just, like I said, I prefer to rinse the dishes or whatever. Like, everybody hates dishes. You're very, be, you're I'm very, just like, like I'm, on the go. Yeah. You're very like, okay, duh, duh, I'll do it later, three days later. It's because I'm a planner. <laughs> so it's like, like I said, like the other day, it's like, I take a while to do it, but when I do it, it's done. And so it's like when I execute something, it's because I had a plan for it. And so it's like I have to remember that like I yeah. can't do that with dishes. And I'm, very, <laughs> and I'm very anal about like I gotta get it done right now, or it needs to be done right now. And see, for me, it's like oh, we'll backlog that. Like remember, <laughs> I told you I'm not spontaneous. So like anything, like it's even small yeah. things like that. Like because I think maybe maybe for me, like to know that you're gonna do it eventually, I have to see like a schedule. Maybe like. Okay, mm. he said he's... I know he didn't do it today, but but he said to set it on this And day. see, we all have such weird sleeping schedules. Like, I would I would send a text, but I'm like, will they wake up in time to see it? Is this too early to send a text? Like... Yeah. And I don't want to go knocking on your door like, hey, do you have any dishes I can clean? Like... What? Right. <laughs> I know. And like, don't ever wake me up. Ooh. <laughs> I already did with Miss Albert. Speaking of... Oh, my God. So... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. You're fine. I got Who's a little talking? excited. I don't know if I ever brought this up, but back a few a few months ago, I had Miss Albert, I got Miss Albert in August, and then it was getting too much that you know I was telling Vaughn like, "Girl, I'm gonna give it till November. I'm gonna give it till November. If you don't act, if you don't act, if you don't get his shit together, I have to I have to give him up because mm-hmm. it's a lot. And I don't know what happened that." He turned his shit around, and now he's like very lovey dovey. He's very he trusts like he sleep on your bed. He sleeps on my bed now, um, and it's weird because I was so used to his anxiety that I I kind of miss it. (laughs) (laughs) But then I'm like, oh god, he still has his little you know like he'll wake me up during the night when he's like playing, and I'm just like, you had all day. They're nocturnal, girl. And I'm like, oh my god. 
that's just gonna sound. You gonna have to learn how to get some deeper sleep or get you some little ear buddies. Uh, yeah, but not like yeah. Now, I have a child, so he's forever now. Which is weird, cause like in November I was gonna give him up, and then like November's here, and like. I think when people like understand said, the struggle you was going through, giving up to a professional or a specialist would have been better, cause I was like, cha. Mm-hmm. He's scared of the thought of movement. <laughs> But yeah, enough about us. Let's get on to the newsworthy topics of what's Biden has twenty twenty. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't finish my sentence. <laughs> Bitch. Yes. What I said was Biden Harris twenty twenty. For those who Trump is gonna be out, y'all. Trump has been sent to the dump. Thank God. You Kick know, I woke up. up. I woke up. I was not feeling well that day when I when I guess they found out, right? They found out. Or like when we a, found like out. Like it was whatever. a murder, guys. They found out. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, like, you and your brother were talking about it because, you know, like, y'all wake up earlier than I do. And it was, it's nice because I was just like, okay, people are happy, great. The early worm, wait, the early bird gets the worm. Mm. Okay, so you need to start getting up uh-uh. early. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I have. I don't know. I just. Anyways, back to Biden Harris 2020. <laughs> what do you expect, girl? What do you? How do you feel? I expect, actually, I feel amazing because it's like it's cool. It's just, it's interesting to see. You know, like we didn't even have a woman vice president, yeah. and when we skipped white and went straight to black. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Because it's not to like denounce the white woman. But it's just, it's the irony of it, of all the things that are going on, of all the suppression that they do and everything that's going on, a black woman still popped up out of it. It's like a rose, like, it's like weeds and concrete, like, not to say she's a weed or anything. Right. But, like, it's like a rose in, what is it? A rose in Harlem, like that song by Tiana Taylor. Okay. Like, it's just like, through the cracks or whatever, I'm still going to grow and, like, through everything they put us through, through all the things they try to set up for black people to make black women fail, to do all these things, to jip us on healthcare, to jip us on all this. She still rose through the power. And other people say she did it through sex, blah, blah, blah. Who said that? A lot of people say that she rose through the ranks by giving blowjobs and having, yeah. You know they're going to shame her and try to look into things like that. But okay, but okay, but what's, uh, I don't want to say what's wrong with that because that sounds like people should have sex to get to the top. But it's like, but what's wrong with that? Like, I mean, I mean, like Lana Del Rey know, said, I fucked my way to the top. Yeah, what's her phrase? Evita Peron did it too? She went from racks to riches? To if you got that golden pussy, you better throw it on these weak <laughs> dick ass niggas. <laughs> so anyways, Kamala, you know, she's not the end all be all, but this right. is opening the door for real change. And that's why I'm excited. I'm not. Ex- I- I'm excited that Biden got it. But you know what? Right, Who right, cares? Right. By Biden. <laughs> um, but I, I'm glad. I'm glad because it's paving the way for a new, pers- new chance for this country. Yes. Like a black woman in the office is going to be like, look, like no more of this. Like black people like claiming like, oh, we can't do nothing. Like because now, people like Candace Owens will finally be able to be like, look, I fucking told y'all. Like mm-hmm. you're still playing that guilty me. Oh, oh, woe is me card. And like that's why some people who do K hate on Candace Owens. So I don't particularly particularly like her because mm-hmm. some of the things she says she's just outright ignorant. Right. Like there is a such thing as racial suppression, like you know segregation and all that stuff. And like I hate that she tries to denounce that. But at the same time, she does have a point when she says that it is also up to the black community to get their shit together. Stop just voting for a Democrat because they're a Democrat. And that's how I feel too with the Latinx community and. What what's going on now because there is a black you know and you know of Asian descent vice president, uh, it's like it's like the Latinx community is trying to complete complete compete with the black community and I'm just like y'all still don't get it, mm. like y'all still don't get it like, I mean personally like I I mean I'm just speaking for myself I mean I don't I don't watch a lot of news or whatever but I do you know I follow you know a lot like some political stuff, I don't see a lot of. And I mean, I guess from my experience, maybe I'm probably going to get called out. But, you know, a lot of Latinx, you know, people who are trying to pave the way. Like, I don't I don't see it as much as, you know, in the black community. Did you community. see the Ava Longoria tweet? Yes. And that's kind of where Can I'm referring to. Can you just talk about that for a second? What the hell she was, was just, said? She was just basically like, 
putting the Latinx community, you know, on a pedestal, which I understand, like, yes, we also work hard and et cetera. Yes. But there's, what she's not understanding is that the struggle is so different between the black community and the Latinx community. Sure, there's differences, you know, but she's still excluding the fact that there's black people in the Latinx community. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's just like, just because you're Latinx or Latina or Latino or Hispanic or Mexican or whatever, you're still being racist or colorist because there's still, there's there's even still Asian, like, Latinx people. You know, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, people are, are so much trying to box themselves and trying to be better than X, Y, and Z. And it shouldn't be like that. What it should be about is, you know, congratulating the fact that, you know, the black women or black men or black people are paving the way for a lot of us. And they did say when it came to voter turnout and everything like that, that it was a very large amount of black voters this exactly. time around. And I think that Trump, I don't know why, but Trump was giving obvious flailing signs. Maybe I'm just smart and I could see all the signs. Mm-hmm. But when people like 50 Cent and Lil Wayne endorsed him, to me, those were obvious signs that he did not have the black vote. Because mm-hmm. he picked the two most out-of-touch rappers ever to ever... And like, misogynist? Yeah, exactly. So, well, see, that's the thing. And, well, 50 Cent's gay, but we're not going to get into that topic today. But isn't it Monkey See, Monkey Do kind of thing? Where, like, even, like, this other little, little Hispanic rapper, or whatever the hell he is, you know, endorsing him or voting for him or whatever. Um, it, it, I feel like they endorsed him, and then they still put Biden on the ticket. I don't know. I just feel like... They did it for the money. Pe- they played that it for a And also maybe, like, the fear, the fact that, like, you know, <laughs> that men are still going to be, be held accountable. And they don't want to be held accountable. They don't want to, like, grow from, like, their misogyny or their racism. Or, any ego-driven or person any doesn't want to be yeah. held accountable. And I'm just like, whatever. You're just afraid that, you know, women are, are going to have more power over you and Why is there? It's like they're scared of being equal because it's like once I feel like it's like that thing where like when you're like fighting a boss and it's like it's so hard because you don't understand that one thing that they're doing and then it's like oh oh that was the trick and now it's just like up oh, oh stand here up pop up game over and I feel like a lot of men are one trick ponies and yeah. I feel like they're just like as soon as you get they reveal that trick they know they have nothing else to give. And so, like, when they see a very strong person, woman, man, trans, gay, whoever, come to their position, mm-hmm. bringing that pizzazz, that 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 fame, that that you know, that fire from tribulations, things they've been through, where it's like, you know what, I've been through shit. So this is why I feel so much fire for this passion for this position. Yeah. And then there's this guy who's like, well, damn, I had all this because I based off this simple merit. And so it's like, hmm, they just, there's so much, that, there's so many talentless people out there who get by on bullshit. Right. And when you call their bluff, it's over. And like some people just can't, they can't recover from that. And I think that draws back to fighting games. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because I think I'm just, I really am going to start teaching fighting games because it's so much more mental than anything. And the ego plays a very big part in fighting is because mm-hmm. everybody reacts to certain things in a certain way. And it's like, you don't have to be with a person to understand certain things that they don't like, right. certain things that they do like. So when it comes to personality, like <clears throat> the way it plays into that is just like, people have to understand, like you do certain things based off how you've been treated. Mm-hmm. And also there are things you oh, have yeah. to understand that like, you just can't do that. <laughs> like it's not your turn. Take a break, <laughs> calm down, block. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then when it's your turn, you give him and make sure you do it correctly, and then that's all. So it just really, you really, it's like, it's very mental. Right. So it's like everything's a, a back and forth, like a planning. You just, you get to go. I, yeah, I still get frustrated. And it's not for me, it's not about the winning. It's just that. The knowing what to do. Yeah. I get annoyed. Like, what am I? What am I not doing? What am I not pressing? Or, what? and I know with, with Tekken, I know you play that one a lot. It's season it, four update just hit, guys. Yes, so, Kunimitsu is back for my Tekken <laughs> level. It's so different than any other fighting game like Mortal Kombat, which is more, I guess, two uh, D is what the difference is. Tekken is difficult because of the three D aspect mm. of the sidewalking and the side stepping. Oh, okay, yeah. So Caliber is not that difficult with it because their weapons are tailored to the movement. Triangle attacks, I believe, are 
sideways and square attacks are up and down. So yeah. that's what makes Soul Calibur a little different because you can you change your button based off which way your opponent's moving kind of thing. I think that's why for me, I think that's why Soul Calibur for me is a little easier because there's weapons involved. Is there mm. weapons involved in Tekken? Certain characters have weapons right? that somehow don't make them overpowered, but hey. Yeah. I don't you can know. get sliced with a sword and still fight to win and still get a perfect somehow, but cool. <laughs> <clears throat> I blocked your sword. What's up? Oh my god. So what's Mike Pence doing, bro? What was he what was he laughing off? Oh, I just wanted to make I just wanted to Okay, so remember when they were gonna do the vice president debates or whatever and it was Pence versus Kamala and yeah. and Pence was like I mean, like when they had the, I think it was, it was held in Ohio or something, or Oklahoma, mm-hmm. one of those two. One of those. One of those places where white people live. And <laughs> he was like, come on now. Like, he was all smug about it. Like, he just knew that, like, he was going to re-win the, pres- the vice presidency. And he's just like, well, look at my vice president. Like, he's like, look who my opponent is. Like, some black lady. Like, I think he even mispronounced her name. So it's amazing that I think it's fucking hilarious. Was that, that Mike Pence? Yes, I thought it was someone, else, some mm-hmm. other dude. You look it up, you'll see. He was. There are multiple people who mocked her, uh, but he did. Yeah, when he found out he had to debate her, he thought he had already won. Yeah, before bro. the debate even happened, based off the venue. Microaggressions. Exactly, and it's like I love it because they really think that they're doing all these things to mask what they're doing. It's like you're giving the most obvious signs that you're scared. You know, like oh my god, did you hear mm-hmm. about the fucking Dan Patrick? Who? The fucking exactly. Well, he's a, I guess he's a governor here or something in Texas. Oh. He's offering a one million dollar reward for people to come forward with voter fraud claims that are proven. Like if you can come forward with a proven claim for voter fraud that happened in the twenty twenty election, he's literally willing to give people a one million dollar reward for it. So of course everybody in the tweets are like, well, they're like, if it was so prominent, why would you need to offer that much money? Oh, now they want to fucking offer money. Yeah, so they're basically saying, like, if you're offering that much money, there clearly must not be any voter fraud because you're trying way too hard to get somebody to come forward. Of course somebody's going to say they found voter fraud for a million dollars. Hell yeah, I did. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, Trump. And I bet you somebody's going to come forward and get that million because they're going to find out a way that Trump fucking scammed it. So Dan Patrick is more of a Republican, so obviously right. he's doing it to boost Trump. But yeah, so it's, it's not going to work. And everybody's just like, y'all dumb because the tweets are hilarious because... Everybody's talking about the voter fraud that Trump committed. And they're like, can I have my million? <laughs> and it's it's hilarious. It's so dumb. Yeah. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like, Texas, like, needs to, like, go blue. Like, this, like... It's almost like a joke to people to want to stay a certain color. I don't even believe in the colorist stuff about red and blue. Mm-hmm. But it's... People want to vote red just because it's an ego thing. Like, hearing some lady on the news talk about Arizona or something. Yeah. And the newscaster was like... Um, oh, are you going to be mad if Arizona goes blue? And she's like, no, no. Arizona is red. It's mm. always been red. It's going to stay red. And it turned blue. And like, <laughs> and it's just like, you sound so fucking dumb. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking dumb. And it's like, that's what they, they, they don't even know why they're voting red. They're just voting red because their friend and their mom and their granddad did. Oh, well, we have an estate with horses on it. Better vote Republican and keep our money. This is weird. Yeah. I, I Remember, mean, 7 million people voted for the for Trump. And it's not... He's not the problem. He is the problem because he basically said, hey, it's okay to be this way. Uh-huh. So now you have all these people who did that. So the real problem the next couple of years is getting those people to either, hey, check their mentality, yeah. educate them fucking selves, and realize, like, you're on the wrong side of history, correct yourself, but you get, you get yourself killed. And, or hurt hurt somebody and get your life taken away. Like, so many people regret the stupid shit that they do. So it's like, come mm-hmm. on now. So, it's just those 7 million people, whoever they are, wherever they are, which we know they're in, like, rural areas <laughs> in Texas. <laughs> so don't go visiting strange cornfields in Texas. Well, now they're going to be hiding, girl. And it's going to be more... Exactly, and, but they're going to hide subtle. and play in sight. Mm-hmm. Oh, and speaking of, there, uh, there was a huge turnout with... A lot of uh, Trump supporters in the LGBTQ plus community. Of course, girl, I told you. Which is crazy. Cis white gays. And I'm like... I'm not going to actually call them out like that because I have no idea. So I take that back right, right away. But... It's just crazy that... Like, I'm not going to mark it off my list. Girl. I don't even know, girl. It's just like... Ugh. But it is disappointing because it it's, is. A, it's an elitist thing. Like, oh, I have money and I don't struggle with those kind of issues. And... You know, the protesters are, like, looting and destroying stuff. And, like, I really want to go out for drinks later. <laughs> and I really need that Barney meal. And 
So it's vote for Trump because he really wants to, like, increase police activity and, like, he doesn't want to defund the police and stuff. Yeah. I just feel like people don't know a lot of the history. I'm not saying I know everything about it, but it's just, like... Who do you know amongst your friend groups that paid attention to history class? (laughs) I know I did We were all taught this. (laughs) We just didn't pay attention to it. I was thinking about that the other day, too, and I was just, like... We never paid attention to school. We're all like, math is so hard. Okay, <laughs> you should have studied it when you were given the fucking homework assignments. It's, that's it. Isn't it crazy, though, like, the advice that we give to our younger siblings is you kind of wish that you had that same advice growing up. And maybe we did, but we just never, we just probably blew We it had off. certain advice. Like, we wish our parents would have told us certain things, but they did tell us by beating our ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was the, don't do that again. You gotta see. Mm-mm. Girl, that ain't good I enough. I fucking hit my report card when I was like... I, oh my god, I just realized how mischievous I was as a kid. It's cute kind of thinking back about it. Uh-huh. But I remember when I came home with a sad face oh <laughs> on god. my report thing and like I threw it away. <laughs> and like I and I the parents I know they give them to the parents every day at the mm-hmm. school. So, you know, as a kid you don't think about all right. that. Right. So of course my mom's like, Hey, where's your thing? I'm like, Oh, well, they didn't give them out today. Mm-hmm. Girl, when she went to the school the next day I found out I had a sad face. <laughs> Then I thought about, oh my God, is that another time? I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm, this is nostalgia trip real quick. I thought about the time where I didn't want to eat my oatmeal, so I put it under the placemat on the kitchen table. How stupid am I? How dumb was you I thought as a it was kid? Disappear? Like, like, they wouldn't find it. <laughs> Ooh, why is that placemat bigger than the other three oh on the table? God. As kids, we do crazy shit. And then as adults, I think we do even crazier shit. We do. But I think, I think, I, I mean, I feel that kids have autonomy too. They don't. If they don't want to go to school, they don't want to go to school, and it's hard because it's just like you want to tell them like. I okay. So there are some things that I do believe in should be mandatory. Mm-hmm. Educating our people is something I feel like is mandatory. I think we should find a way. Maybe the basics. To make it, people to where people want to like when we of course introduce the basics, but like I say, the bare basics, like mm-hmm. you know just. Don't even give them too much math at their yeah. early age. Like, just get them into the introductory to let them pique their interest. What they do better, and I say start tailoring their path towards that, of course. Because I feel like it's stupid to try to make every kid pass math class with an A. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, because we're not all going to understand that. Like, we're not all going to understand history. Like, it's not interesting to everybody. So education, like, I understand we're a species that has to evolve. So when I say these things, I understand this is not instant. But over time, I would like for education to change where it does tailor more to a singular person's path mm-hmm. so that we stop preventing people from going into things where they're not happy. Like, yeah. imagine if, a, like, little Timmy does want to be a firefighter and he starts expressing that at an early age. Okay, perfect. Well, these are the things you're going to need to know when you're doing firefighter. Get him in classes where it's about health. Yeah. Understanding, you know, medical terms and things like that. And, of course, a little bit of math. He still needs to learn his English so he can have a basic conversation. Mm-hmm. I also believe we should start teaching emotional intelligence. Yeah. Because learning how to deal with emotions, we've, I feel like for our entire existence as a species, we still try to ignore emotions. And it's a lot... I mean, I, I hear you, and I feel like, you know, I think that's where we a lot of a lot of educational funding should be should be geared to. Towards. That's why we say defund the police, put yeah. that money back in education. We don't just want to take money away from people, mm-hmm. but imagine how many people would not be dying if people were more properly educated. I honestly, honestly, being more educated prevents people from being angry. Anger, anger pops up as a defense mechanism because of people being insecure about something. Mm-hmm. So most times when people are angry is because like when they don't know something, the first thing they do is get frustrated because anger mm-hmm. is the first reaction. Oh, I don't fucking understand this <laughs> shit. Punch yeah. and stuff. It's like an immediate shield. And so it, like, it boosts them because it makes them feel better. So that's why they say people who are uneducated get angrier quicker. Mm. So when you have education, you're more calm-headed. You're more calm-headed. You're more level-headed. And I'm going to bring this back to gaming for a second. That's why I feel as great as I do as a healer. Because it's chaotic. Because some people don't know how to dodge. Some people don't realize that they're throwing a thing on the whole crowd for a second. Some Mm -hmm. people don't pay attention. They tunnel vision. So as a healer, it's great that under pressure, I'm like, okay, calm down. Mm -hmm. Who needs to be revived first? Okay, I got to get the tank back up real quick. Because he's the one that can take this boss aggro. Let me use my strongest hair. Let me use my strongest hero quick. Just max everybody else so we can take a couple hits because the tank's not ready. Right. Okay, perfect. Everybody's topped off. Let me worry about myself so I don't die because if I'm dead, we're all going to wipe. So then I pop a shield on myself real quick. I'm going to go get cool tanks back up. Let me res this person. Boom. Everybody's back up. It's a lot. It is a lot. But when you walk yourself through it like that, it doesn't seem nearly as chaotic as like, oh my 
my god maybe the tank i need to talk to myself and like when i'm guiding mm-hmm. myself because like i'm horrible as a healer i could be good as probably good as a tank like i said start out what or, you feel most comfortable with like archer i'm already great at mm, i wouldn't say but, great well okay let me you're still a beginner girl. <laughs> From my... You need to watch some actual <laughs> rotations because they were saying, like, I was have my friends, like, like I said, we play in-game stuff, so mm-hmm. just explore your class more. Read, really read into it. Into it really read I into it, yeah. Because your job is to, like, keep buffs on the party and, like, you're a bard, so technically you're, like, you're literally supposed to be playing music the whole battle, pretty much. So your skills, even though you have the archer skills, now that you're a bard, you're going to see your stuff really change into, like, musical ability. And this is on YouTube, right? And it's also on your move list. Log in, girl. It's been about two weeks. I'm already stressed. Anyways, okay, so I know we are going on a huge tangent, and I'm sorry, guys. It's already 30 minutes in, so we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, and then we're going to jump back in, and we're going to talk about how to be there for your friends. And I'm really excited about this topic because it's love languages, Mm -hmm. and we actually have some great responses that we'd love to share today that we received alongside ours that we're going to be sharing. So we'll be back momentarily, nudies. I do. And we are back with some more nude goodness. Stop, bro. So, (laughs) we really wanted to explore this topic of how to be there for people during this time period because this is a time where people try to focus on the emphasis of family. I know as queer people, we don't always have the most mainstream right. showing of family. So for us, a lot of times, family is me and our my cat. <laughs> or like me and a friend. You know, mm-hmm. like it's not, a, oh, I'm going to go home with my kids and I'm going to go buy all these Christmas presents. And, you know, a lot of queer people work during this time. So those lonely people, you see, not lonely, but those people sometimes you see at the office, there are people who like, you know, I don't have anything else to do. Yeah. So I'm just here. So it's not just queer people, but I know for queer people during this time, it can be a little lonely. So for those who may not be queer, but are listening to this podcast because you want to help someone who's queer or you know someone who is queer. And for those of us who are, you know, gay, queer or whatever, who may have, you know, other friends, not may, I'm pretty sure we all do have other friends. So it's like, you know, we want to explore how to be there for people. We did pose a question on social media. Uh, just asking a couple people, you know, people to pitch in what their love languages are and what they prefer mm-hmm. um, in different aspects. So today we're going to be exploring, you know, love languages and friendships, relationships, and in the in-between. So let's go ahead and get started. What do you suggest for, I guess, to get us beginning? Where do you think people should, when do you think somebody, so say somebody doesn't know your love language. Right. How would you prefer for them to ask you what it is? Just ask me. <laughs> I don't know. Because a lot of people don't even know what a love language is. So do you want to even start by telling people what a love language is? Well, you know, it's I uh, I was thinking about that today when I woke up. Because I feel like I feel like my moods change a lot. I know for me reciprocation and reassurance Okay. Is a big thing for me. Um and it's I just have to be careful, like where the where to draw the line, because like ex- you know you can't expect something. Um, but we're not gonna even talk about expectations. Right. It's just what is your love language? What do you want? And it doesn't matter if you feel like it's too much or too less. If I say my love language is I like ice cream, right? It's, oh, I'm good, candy. I like ice cream. So now you know, like, hey, Tavon, I know you're not feeling well. I got you some chocolate ice cream. Mm-hmm. To me. That's better than calling me and talking to me for three hours. Well, it's funny. You know? It's funny you bring that up because even yesterday you said, I have a suggestion. Or I forgot what you said. And you're like, instead of Cheeto Puffs, give me those sour worms. And I was tired and I, I didn't really, I usually, I usually react because of how I feel <laughs> versus I, you know, being objective. And I had said, I forgot. What did I say? You were like, if I get them. Yeah. <laughs> and after I said that, I was like... I should have just said, I'll, I'll just, I'll make a note of that. Thank you. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, uh, I'm just like, what is wrong with me? Nothing is. But, Nothing. Exactly. But, no, I think, yeah, I think for me, reassurance and just reciprocation for me um, is my love language. Okay. I, like, I would say. I like gifts. See, I, think I, that's, I think that's where that, that reciprocation and like reassurance comes in. Like, and even, like... And see, I think I've done that for you, like, the little Cheeto earrings mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, I've bought you, like, little random things. So I'm like, oh, I noticed, like, 
Because I noticed you posting this on social media, and like that time when you wanted those Cheeto earrings, you were just like, oh, I wish somebody would buy me these. And, I'm and so a, I took it serious, and I bought them. And I'm a very, <laughs> yeah, and I'm a very, like, I don't know. I know I shouldn't take social media, like, to an extreme or too serious. But it's a huge part of my it lives. Is. It and is. And, for example, like, you know, if I, sh- if I post my artwork or if I share the podcast, like, for me, the reassurance for me would be, like, if a friend would share that because uh, it gives more it gives it just gives me a sense, sense of belief okay. or hope I like i'm like that. okay like that and i'm not saying that i don't believe in myself it's just that like okay i'm heading in the right direction cool now i can challenge myself more instead of feeling stuck or feeling that i'm not doing enough that makes sense okay. so i think that 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 for me is good because like you know I, like my like my sister she has her own little businesses and here and there and like I see some of her friends post and I'm like, I'm like, I don't get jealous or envious. I'm just like, why don't people do that for me? <laughs> it almost feels like sometimes like you, it, it's like we have to feel, we feel like we're comparing. Right. And I think when you're, when I think when you're conscious of the fact that you're comparing, then maybe it's more just like a conscious like acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. I think when we un- unawarely compare. That's what I like. I like mm-hmm. acknowledgement. Yeah. And I'd say my love language is definitely come game with me. Um, that's so hard. I know, cause I I know I know it's I know it's scary, cause I I don't like to say that, but it's I am good. You're scary, girl, when it comes to yeah. gaming. <laughs> but don't be intimidated by that. You should instead feel like, oh my god, I know a really strong person. Okay. And like yeah. a lot of people will be jealous to be hanging out with this person right now, and that's how you have to see it. Like, I'm not like super popular or anything, but people know me. Like, yeah. I'm almost to the point where now I'm like, okay. I'm in a, I've delved, I've dipped my toes in a couple of different communities now within the game. So, like, my name comes up or, you know, people, like, don't necessarily not know who I am. And so it's like, okay, and I know what I'm doing in the game. Like, yeah. a lot of people ask me for advice. Like, I guide my whole guild pretty much when it comes to knowledge about stuff. And I, like, you know, I have a class available for pretty much anything. You need me to make you armor? I got you. You need mm-hmm. me to make you some food so you can continue getting buffs? I got you. Like, you need me to run you through this dungeon? I got you. You want me to tank it? I got you. You know, like, so it's like... A lot of people don't have that. Some people sit in queue for 45 minutes for a dungeon because they don't have somebody to ask to. Oh just God. like, can you help me real quick? You know? So that's why I'm like, use me. Like, <laughs> I gave you my friend card and you didn't use it. Use me. Yes. So it's almost like in the game, like, that's, I hate to say it, like, this makes me sound like a person who's stuck in the house, but that's my world. So it's like, yeah, it's like I gave you my number and I'm like, is this person ever going to text me? Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like. So my love language is that. My love language is definitely like, Sharing music, and I think there was another person who stated that. that yeah, was a big shout thing. out to Eric and shout yeah. out to that new Gorillaz album. If we sharing music, people, because that album went H A R D. I love it. It's amazing. Um, and I think my last love language is that what you is, were listening to last mm-hmm, time? The past three days, yes. Okay. I need to um, listen to it. It came out on the twenty third, but I was a little late to listen to it. But here I am, and I've caught up, and I'm grateful. Um, my love, my last love language, I want to say is leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah. I do not like when people like continues to like keep bothering me and bothering me like oh gonna come mm-hmm. over like I'll text it's cool like I have a friend like I probably forget to respond and she forgets to respond and we just the conversation does just continues from what the last message said yeah no matter if it was a week ago <laughs> like it was like oh then we just keep it going if that's I feel like that's a great love language because we both don't have to be like oh you're yeah. too busy to talk to me like. She's, you know, she's got her own life, I've got mine, and we make time when we do. I guess my other love language, too, for me would be, <laughs> I use this term loosely, impulsivity, spontaneity, spontaneity. Uh, spontaneity. Spontaneity. So you like it, that's why you're some, you have some friends who just pop up at your door. I mean, and I have friends who are like, you gotta tell me ahead, like, ahead of time. But I like, I, I, like, I don't know then, I want to put them I, on blast, but I like your one friend who showed up that one time and just... Like, you were just like, oh, I got out of bed, and it was her and her daughter. She was like, hey, baby. Yeah. And I was like, I like that. I love like, that. Yeah. Because it's just like, I don't know. I guess it's like we had, you know, Jennifer as, as a guest saying that, I, I guess I just have a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just, I don't know. And I think maybe that's where my anxiety stems from and my depression. Because it's like, I just have so much, and I want to do so much, and I just, I want to tire myself out. And I have friends who are like, you got to tell me a, a week in advance or whatever. And I'm like, and, that's their and love I, com- language. I compromise that's to that. Love language but too. sometimes I'm like, can you just for one, just one, once a month, just like be spontaneous for me. <laughs> like, and just, just let them know that's your love language and see what, and then that's something you have to communicate. I don't want to compromise like 
all the time, if that makes sense. I want to be able to... have to compromise. Well, yes. Oh, but I guess we all do want it to be about us every once in a while. Right, it's just And that's okay. But maybe you just have to find that one friend that's willing to do that. Sometimes there's only one person that's going to do that, and that's okay. You can't hate the other ones for not doing that. Miss Albert's the same way. Mm -hmm. So let's hear some of these other people's love languages. I'm excited. We didn't ask them for nothing. uh, We got three submissions. That's better than zero, bitch. Give them out. (laughs) We had Maya from New York. We went to college together. What's First of all, up? thank you, Maya, so much for responding. We appreciate that so much. When I found out that we had responses today, I smiled. <laughs> I always get sad when I don't <laughs> We are making progress. We're in the early stages. Come on, girl. We in the closet. Oh, my God. We haven't so, bust out yet. Her love language is food. Okay. Which I understand because... So how do you give somebody food when it comes to love language? Like, do you just, like, order them, like... There was one time I on on social media, I was like, oh, I would love somebody ordered me a pizza. And my friend literally was like, hey, I ordered you a pizza. Mm-hmm. And then, like, literally listed it in the comments so that everybody else knew that they got me a pizza so nobody else ordered one. And it actually showed up. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it was a good pizza. And I was like, it wasn't one of the cheap ones. They actually ordered from, like, a nice place. And I was like, wow, thank you so much. They were like, it'll just be there in 20 minutes. And I'm like, wow. And it was actually what I actually did need. Yeah. So I wonder, like, if that's what she means or is it, you know, I would like to know right. more. I don't know, cause like, I know I know my mom like her love language is food as well. And she was like like you to just cook for her or no like she cooks. <laughs> oh God, and she makes like she, food and she just wants to feed. Yeah, people. and I think that's very homey. You oh, know, if you think about it, okay. and it's, and I think it gives her a chance to sit down and chit chat with me. Ah, it's, it brings communal. Yeah, so conversation. I, okay. I didn't I didn't really know that until I guess this year, or whatever. But it's Sweet. nice. You Thank know, you, Maya. We appreciate that. Who's next? Eric, sharing music. Oh, really? Yeah. I do notice, I think if we're talking about the Eric, I think we both know. Hi, Eric. Thank you so much for responding, first of all. And secondly, I love sharing music as well. I do notice that Eric does make a lot of playlists on Spotify. Yeah, he's a very... Also, that is actually, I know a lot of people don't know about that, but on Spotify, you can follow your friends and like... Yeah. I know it shows on the sidebar and like, oh, whatever, yeah, but people make... You should, it's free. No. Get well, both. And pay $9? Spotify is free. It just has ads. Oh, okay. if you don't if you don't do the paid version, yeah, I don't know. You don't have to skip ads on everything. I'm gonna think about it. And then who else? So you said we got three. Let's go ahead. Uh, this artist named Joey. Uh, Hi, Joey. Thank you. Body touch, which I love. But during the pandemic, oh. how can we get that? Ugh. No, I, w- I would like to know. So when it comes to body touch, how do you get that in a friendship? What do you? What does that look like in a friendship? Like, your friend randomly coming. Like, I know sometimes I walk up to you at work while you're at work, and I just come and rub your shoulders or give you, like, massage. That took a while, girl, because at time, like, in the beginning, I'd be like, why are you touching me? But I think that just stems from my, like, my, my trauma and shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Now I'm just like, oh, it's just, it's just bond. <laughs> but, because I'm very weird about touch in general anyways. But, I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's a good one for, like, during the pandemic, body touch. Like, how? Because I've been feeling like, you know when your body just feels lonely? Mm-hmm. You just want that, like you're not a you're not a body toucher. No, I'm not. You're very. Like, I know, Ugh. and I think guys don't like that because, like, I am not. I love it. I'm like, yeah, like, smother why, me. I'm like, why do you have to sit next to me? <laughs> why? <laughs> like, what do you like? I literally, I I feel like I get offensive sometimes because, like, they'll sit next to me and I get up and move because. Have I'm you like, always been like that? Yeah. Interesting. I think because I've always. I'm the oldest of six, and I, like, just grew up around my family, so I'm just, like, I'm so used to people just, like, always being there. <laughs> so it's, like, I really like a guy that's, like, I'm chilling on the other side of the room, and we're both here, and we're cool, you know, I don't need you. It's nice to lay up on each other, but yeah. I don't need that the whole time. I don't mind it the whole time. And I don't mind it if I don't get it. I'm learning. <laughs> but, yeah, body to I don't know, that's, you know. But it is nice to know, because that way, maybe they that person's saying, like, hey, it's cool if you give me a hug. Mm-hmm. You know, or like, you know, if you come over, I know we're just friends, but can we share a blanket? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I used to cuddle with my friends, like, just sit on the couch, like, and it's okay. I find that so weird. I don't know why. You have to think about it. Cuddling is not always just, like, us laid up next to each other. Cuddling is both, like, oh, we are both sitting up on the couch with our knees tucked under the blanket, and so what, our feet are touching a little bit or something. That's it. But it's, like, it's just sharing that space and just having that energy, like, vibe mm-hmm. with each other. And so that's what they probably mean by touch. It doesn't always mean sexual, you know. Or maybe, you know, maybe Maya meant food like she wants you to feed her some food. Like, (laughs) Eric probably meant sharing music. Like, put them earbuds in there. Oh, my God. These are good. I love it. 
But this is a very important time to just check on people. Holidays, people get... This is a very high time for suicide. And it's because people get blasted with this idea of family. And this is what a family looks like. And this is normal. And we already have the COVID. And so many people are going through financial issues. And then, you know, a lot... This is... And it's cold outside. And cold weather in general Mm -hmm. brings a sadder mood. Sometimes. For a lot of people, it brings a somber mood. So that sometimes that energy is very strong for people to combat. And it's sometimes very hard to not feel lonely. Yeah. So for those people who don't have roommates during this time, you know, just people, you know, you know your friends. Yeah. You know who doesn't have somebody. You know who you talk to a lot and you know who you maybe just would call that you may not normally call just to make sure. Because that phone call could save a life. Oh, definitely. That phone call could save somebody's day. You know, and this is a time where you should really be thankful for yeah. everybody we know and have. And I think that's why, like, I I hold a lot of expectations on friends sometimes, which I know it's bad, but it, it reminds me of that scene in Sex and the City, the movie, where M- Miranda's going through the divorce because her husband cheated on her or whatever, and she had to find a new place and go back and forth with their son, and it's during the New Year, or New Year's Eve, sorry. Mm, and, very chaotic time. And... Carrie was already in bed. She was ready to go to bed. Uh, she had already watched, like, some movie that she was gifted. She had her little ramen noodles. And then um, she gets a call from Miranda. And Miranda's like, oh, you know, I was just seeing what you're doing. And, cause she, and she was feeling she was feeling alone because she was going through all that shit. She, she didn't have her husband there. She, uh, I think she did have... Or she didn't have Brady either, her son in the, in the movie. Mm-hmm. And Carrie literally, she got up. And literally walked to wherever Miranda lived in the snow and made it uh, exactly on New Year's Day. And I was just like, that's a friend. Yeah. Like, you know, the fact, you know, and I've done that. I've done that a lot with a lot, you know, most of my friends. Like, you know, okay, I'm going to go. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll get her some margaritas. We'll go walk on the trail. Let's, let's talk it out. I'd rather that than have you sit at home and me thinking like, fuck, I didn't save this person. Or, or something, you know, mm. it's just like, and, and I've had the ex- those experiences where like, I know I blast a lot of it, um, of my mental health on social media. But what's wrong with that? <clears throat> no, nothing's wrong oh, okay. with that. Just making sure you didn't try Nothing's wrong with that, but I think a lot of people see it as just like, oh, you're just attention seeking or just any whatever, or you're just trying to make it about you. And it's just like, no, I just want to talk to somebody. Mm. Just like, I'm, you know, I'm not alone, obviously, I'm your roommate. But even like, sometimes like, I don't want to go to you or, you know, it's weird, right? I actually understand it because I told the same thing to a friend yesterday mm-hmm. where I was like, I love having my roommate and my brother there, but sometimes like I would like to talk to someone else. Yeah. And it's not like a being like, there's nothing wrong with you guys. Or anything. It's because it's just, we're around each other all the time. And like, I'm tired of hearing your opinion on it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. I'm joking. I'm kidding. I'm joking. No, no, no. But like, no, I get, I get what you're saying though. As far as like, because sometimes they're like, when you guys are here, and then I'm just like, oh, I just want the place to myself. One, like, just one day. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but I, so I get it. But no, like, what I'm trying to say is just like, if someone posts something on social media, even if it's like implied, just message them. Like, mm. and it bothers me when, like... Yeah, because sending no a like doesn't does. always do that. Yeah. And it's good that you express that because I think a lot, of, a lot of people can relate to that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people probably feel that frustration of, like, damn, how much shit I gotta post for you to like my shit? And, like, I know that like seems so trivial and I know it's a joke and it's like, who cares about that? Like, you. Yeah. But it is a huge part of how we interact with each other. What you like and who you give that like to, it does say a lot about like who you want to give that time to, who you really is important to you. Yeah, it's not going to be every day that I like every single person of my friends yeah. that's post on Instagram, but at the same time, I'm also going to not like just blatantly ignore someone just because I don't normally see them. Like if I see yeah. a post and I'm like, oh, I don't normally see this person, I like that. Like people just have to stop projecting their loneliness and assuming that because they're lonely, somebody else doesn't want to hear from yeah. them. But I mean, I mean, another thing I want to say is also, you know, the person who is posting these kind of things, like you also have to look into yourself and mm. be okay that obviously you're not alone. You okay. Because there are people around, even if you do live alone or whatever, it's just loneliness. And so you have to ask yourself, like, what is making me lonely? What is, what is causing me to feel lonely? Like, is it just, are, are my, are some of my needs not being met or am I not taking care of myself? 
-hmm. because a friend can only do so much. True. And yes. what I love about some of my friends is that, you know, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll apologize and be like, oh, I'm sorry that I just, I'm throwing this on you right now. It's just like, no one's listening to me right now. And I just, you know, I feel like you, you'll listen. Uh -huh, but you, uh -huh. you, know, you know, I'll be like, yeah, you're good, girl. Like, you know, as long as you know you're heading in the right direction, like, you know, you're fine. Like, I'm, I'm not, not judging you or I'm not, you know, not, not listening or whatever. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'd rather, I don't know. I'm very, I'm a very stickler on that. Like, I'd rather be there for somebody because I know what it's, I know what it's like, you know, and I guess and that's I've, good because that's empathy, I believe. And we're just like, because you've been through that already, you're just like, you know what? I want to help somebody else because I just, it's, it's a shitty feeling. Mm -hmm. It's a very, very, very yeah. shitty feeling. And send us a message, you know, DM us if you want. I mean, you know. Yeah, if you need somebody to talk to, Nude and Rude is here. We right. don't just, you know, we're not just for trying to get some money out of you guys or whatever, you know. <laughs> we're not just needing subscribers and followers. We want to interact with you guys. We want to get to know you, like. Let us know what we can do better to interact with you. Do we need to see our faces more? Like, you know, do I need to make you laugh more? Do you want me to twerk on stream? Oh, my God. You know, there's a, there's a nipple shot of me today on Jim's story, you know, before the episode. But, yeah. I hope this topic is something that people can relate to. I really do believe, you know, like, now's the time social games work a lot. There's this cute game mm. called Among Us that's adorable as hell. I'm pretty sure I've talked about it before. If I haven't, it's cute. Of course, there's Final Fantasy XIV. There's Tekken 7 with their new update. There's a virtual book clubs to get on Facebook, social media groups. Virtual book clubs? Mm -hmm. What is that? Like, you just join a Zoom and, like, not a Zoom, but, like, there's groups where you read and then, like, discuss it. Oh, I um, know Some that. more suggestions would be, like, you know, watch a show and then, like, discuss an episode with a friend. You know, call them and be like, hey, bitch, I cried at this part. Oh, do a print exchange, you know, for the you artists out there. Yeah, you know, test your artist friends. Like, hey, I want you to draw this for me or... You know, like we're gonna start, we're gonna have it. a photo shoot coming up soon, and we'd love, you know, social distancing ideas for photo shoots. Like, the world is gonna keep on going, guys. So we gotta just evolve with it. Yeah. And you know, we did a great thing by getting Biden Harris into office, and I know that Trump is disputing it, but let's just hang in there because that was really great news to wake up to. And if you felt that that was bad news, check yourself because you're fucking stupid. <laughs> um, I love everybody. Thank you for listening. We do hope that you would like and subscribe and follow. And if Jim has anything else to input, then we are all set here, guys. And we'll be back in a... You're not alone, guys. You're not alone. We love you. And we are here for you.